Welcome back to the Category Mistake. I'm your host, Richard Mariello, and after another episode that didn't somehow make it onto Spotify slash everywhere else, I'm going to try this again, and maybe this time I'll not tick off the powers that be, and I'll actually have a podcast that shows up. <clears throat> so today I'm going to talk about something quick and painless, I hope. Um, so I've been doing a social experiment in my classes where I put boxes on the ground uh, in blue painter's tape. And I have my students come in and I have them get inside a box. And then I go and start asking them, if you think you're an athlete or an artist, get in this box, get in that box. What do you do? Why do you do? Why do you think you're an artist? Why do you think you're an athlete? And I do that. I do that so they can look at each other and see that they have been given titles by people. Most of the time, like, well, I'm an artist because I draw and they tell me I'm a good drawer. Who are they? Well, my parents, my teacher, da, 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 da. So do you think you're a good drawer? I don't know. And I do this slowly to start teaching them that the older they get, they need to realize they can't depend on their teacher's opinions, their parents' opinions. They need to start forming their own opinions of who they are and what they want to be. Uh, I have some students who absorbed this great and it went gung-ho G.I. Joe and it was great. Other students, of course, who didn't. But I started this off because I realize a lot of my students in the school I'm teaching at now are doing everything in their life because their parents have told them to. I asked them, are you going to college? Well, yeah, my parents said I have to. What are you going to do? I don't know. Or, um, why are you in my class? Why, why did you sign up for this class? Well, my parents told me I was supposed to. Or a teacher thought it would be a good idea. Do you even like this class? Do you even like what you're doing? I don't know anything about it. So you signed up for a class that you knew nothing about because an adult told you to. So that's how I start off the conversation. And then I took a tour around the school and I kind of explained to them that from kindergarten through even college, we as adults put them in cages, which is a school. We put them in a room, tell them when they can eat, when they can go to the bathroom. We expect them to do work. We expect them to sit still and do exactly what we tell them to do. And don't ask any questions unless, you know, it's to go to the bathroom. And that's about it. Lunchtime is a set time, so they go eat lunch when we tell them to eat. So we treat them a lot like zoo animals. We also tell them how they're supposed to look, how they're supposed to feel, how they're supposed to do things. And if they question it, we kind of snap at them going, we know more than you because we're adults. And I say this to them not to build rebels or all any of that garbage. I say this to them because I want them to start thinking about, as an adult, Am I going to listen to what my fourth grade teacher told me, or am I going to try to find something for me that makes me better, makes me feel like I belong, makes me feel like I'm special, but not in the everyone gets a trophy special, more like I'm special because I'm an individual. Because the world is full of people who are trying to be like somebody else. If it wasn't, People like the Kardashians, shows like, you know, The Bachelorette, 
and The Bachelor and Love Island and all these other reality shows wouldn't exist. We all, not we all, a lot of us watch these shows because we want to live vicariously through them. Then we buy their makeup, we buy their drinks, we buy whatever they're telling us to buy because we want to be just like them. I'm explaining to my students with this exercise that it's not about being like Kim Kardashian. Be like you because you're the only you there is. Good, bad, or ugly, you're you. Trying to be like somebody else will not make you that person. So stop trying to force yourself to fit into a box that you don't belong in. Build your own box. Make it a trapezoid. Make it a hexagon. Make it a circle. Make it whatever you want it to be. And here's a funny part. <clears throat> this is the part that threw me off. I had some, you know, football players. I love football players. Um, and one of them said, you know, why are all teachers liberals like you? Now, I have been called many, many things. Many things. Liberal is not something I've ever been called to my face or in reality. Heck, I've had some of my podcasts banned because they think I'm too right-wing. Because the things I say are questioning the so-called authority. And because I'm not someone like Joe Rogan, I don't get the permission to say obscene things. Or not obscene, but questionable things. So here's the thing. I asked him, I said, why do you think I'm a liberal? He's like, well, you want us to find ourselves. You want us to be ourselves. You want us to make our own path. I said, how, how, why is that a liberal? Well, liberals only care about giving out trophies and making us all feel special. I said, I'm not trying to make you feel special. I want that when you're 30, you don't have a half a million dollars of college debt because you went to school to do something that your fourth grade teacher thought you might be good at. If you want to go to college, I want you to go to college for something you want to do, that you're passionate for. If you want to go to a trade school and become a plumber, I want you to do it because you want to, not because your great aunt Ida told you that you need to be a plumber. Doing something because an adult thinks it's a good idea is stupid. And that's the truth. And then he, the, the individual basically said, well, you tell us we need to care about ourselves. So that's not a liberal idea. That's a human idea. Humans are supposed to care about themselves. They're supposed to understand who they are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and find which parts of them are the best and which parts of them are the worst and try to do more good than bad. That's not a liberal idea, that's a human idea. And I think this is where in America and other places we're losing touch with ourselves as a human race. Caring about each other, caring about your welfare of somebody else or even yourself, God forbid, isn't selfish, it isn't liberal, it isn't conservative. It's called being a human being. 
we have a little voice inside of our head every day that tells us or shows us a way to do things, sometimes good, sometimes bad. If we listen to that voice, most of the time, unless you have a, you know, some psychological stuff, most of the time that little voice in our head is telling us to do what we know is right. Not right by a Bible, not right by the Quran, not right by anything else, but right for us. I've spoken about how I don't understand certain parts and certain things in this world. That doesn't mean that these people that I don't understand can't live their life. It's just I don't understand it. I can do my best to understand it. But if I don't, it doesn't mean I hate these people. What it means is I don't understand it. I will accept them because they are human beings. They are on this planet. They were put forth here to do good things. I'm tired of people saying, if you're a conservative, then you hate these people. And if you're a liberal, you love these people. Or you're a liberal, you hate these people. And if you're a conservative, you hate these people or love these people. It shouldn't be a line as a diss or a compliment because you care about somebody. It shouldn't be a big deal that a teacher or a human being says, you know what's really important? To care about yourself and to take care of yourself because you're the only self you got. <clears throat> Because most of us, I don't think, are androids and can't hit a reset button. We're stuck with who we are. The good, the bad, and the ugly, like I've said. And this week, it's really kind of come to me that no matter what I do, no matter what I say, somebody won't like it. Somebody will think that I stepped either way too right or way too left. And that's sad. And that's my puppy. That's sad because Jesus, who I try to fashion my life after, he didn't care what political party people were. He cared if they had a heartbeat, and even with Lazarus, if they didn't have a heartbeat, he cared for people no matter what they were. If they were a Pharisee who changed their ways, if they were a tax collector who wanted to be loved but didn't think he deserved it, he cared about everybody. The prostitute, the sisters, the dead man. He cared about them because that's what we're supposed to do. Jesus made it real simple. He gave us two rules. Love your God with all your heart and love one another like you love yourself. Now, if you don't like yourself, focus on liking yourself first, okay? But if you like yourself and you make yourself feel special and you know that you're, you're special, treat your neighbor the same way. It doesn't matter if they have purple hair, if they don't identify as a gender you understand, if they use pronouns that make absolutely no sense. Now, I'm not going to teach and say everyone has to use a pronoun because I don't use pronouns. I don't put in my bio, 
I identify as he, I don't know, he, him. I, I think that's what it is because I don't care. But if you want to identify it, I'll do my best to remember. And I've told my students this because some of them are in, and I said, I will do my best. If I make a mistake, it's not intentional. I will continue to learn and to grow and to do the best I can. But if I make a mistake, it's not because I hate you or I'm disrespecting you. It's because I'm human and I make mistakes. And I think we've lost touch with that. And this week I've really, I had an open house and I met some parents and I kind of explained how I was doing things. <clears throat> and a lot of parents were confused. They were confused because I'm a history teacher first and a psychology teacher second. And with that, <clears throat> they're like, well, how does this go into place with history and how does this go with psychology? Psychology is easy. You know, looking at yourself mentally, psych psychologically, um, things that you do every day can either change your mental status in a positive or a negative way if you let it. So it was easy. World history is where it got a little complicated. So I explained it to parents like this. I said, listen, the world is full of borders. When you go between France and Germany, there's not a dotted line that has been made by man to say, you're crossing from Germany to France. When you go from one country to the other, the colors don't change on the ground like they do on your map. Those borders are put in place by man. The boxes, the way we identify students and children is man-made. We tell kids they're too young to do certain things, but they should be older and do other things. We tell them not to use their imagination, but then we say you're just a child. I think Peter Pan was kind of right. The older you get, you lose your imagination. And when you lose your imagination, you lose your love for life. You lose your passion. So I told my students today I want to see their imaginations and their projects and their ideas and their everything that they do. And I told their parents this last night or well, Wednesday night. I don't know what day it is today. So during the open house, I told the parents this. And why did I tell them this? Because parents have been, and I'm, I'm a parent. I can say this at least on my avenue. And I'm a teacher, so I've kind of talked to parents. Parents have been programmed that their student needs to do A, B, and C to get this grade. That to get the good grade, they need to fit in this box to exactly this way, and if not, they fail. And then they get stressed, and they yell at the student, and the student yells back, and da 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 I told them, I don't do it that way. I want to see their student for who they are. And I can't do that if I just say, answer question 1 through 10, just put your name on the top, have a good day. That's, that's not how it works. In the real world, if you're at a job, your boss doesn't give you a, a questionnaire 1 through 10, and if you answer it right, you, you get to keep your job. No, you learn. You have on-the-job experience. You start not knowing a lot. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. And some jobs are mundane, but other jobs, they, you know, you kind of move around and learn. You could be a welder and start off welding very poorly and 
maybe really, really poorly, but your boss is giving you time to learn. And, you know, later on, you're, you're good because you were given time to grow, expand, and change and learn how to weld in a way that worked for you. Same with electrician, same with teachers. I teach differently than I did four years ago. I understand that my students are different in this school than my last school. I understand the parents are different in this school than my last school. And because of that, I've had to change the way I teach. Now, I will not change my passion for teaching, but the way I teach has changed. So, world, listen, I'm not a liberal. I guess I'm not a really good conservative either. At least not the conservative type that people think of conservatives today. I'm a person who believes that every life matters. That I don't want to spend a lot of money of my own bailing out people who don't need to be bailed out but feel like they do because they're special. But I also feel like we need to treat each other as humans better. And until we do that, all the other problems we have won't go away. Step one is talking to one another with respect and dignity and talking to one another and actually caring about one another. Caring about yourself, caring about one another. If we had people in the world, if we had the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos and the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffetts who cared about the human race as much as they care about themselves, there would be no world hunger, no homelessness, very probably a lot less drug issues. Infant mortality rates would go down and wars would probably end. But unfortunately, people like those gentlemen, unfortunately just gentlemen, there's other females and there's other people with money too, but those are the ones that most people know. They don't put their money into things to help the world. They put money into things that help themselves. Elon Musk is not making electric cars because he wants to save the planet. He's making electric cars because people will buy them. That's it. Jeff Bezos buys bridges and moves them because his super yacht doesn't fit underneath it. Don't be like these people. Because they're not helping mankind. They're helping themselves. And you can help yourself. But once you're good, once you're in a spot where you're secure, take that time and help your neighbor. Help somebody else. Because there's a lot of people right now who can't help themselves. Because, you know, maybe someone passed away. Maybe they have a mental disorder. Maybe they had a drug addiction and they're trying to get out of it. Maybe they were in prison and no one will give them a shot. Maybe their parents left them and they're a foster kid or adopted. Maybe they're just having a bad month, bad year. 
is it going to hurt to buy a cup of coffee for somebody? You're spending 10 bucks at Starbucks already for a pumpkin spice latte. Get them a hot coffee. Get them a Danish. Do something small to show you care. Because it will change their day. If you just do that, you'll change someone's day. Now, some people are going to be cranky no matter what. But 80% of the time, the person you're trying to encourage through helping, through a small act of kindness, will might not be able to thank you in your face because you did it without them knowing. But their day, their week, their month, their year, everything about them may change because you spent a minute caring about somebody else. The last thing I told my students, the last big point I made to my students is this. We have become so busy filling in the void of loneliness, filling in the void of our lives. We have to stay busy that we have forgotten to look at the beauty around us. So I challenged my students this weekend to go out, outside, yeah, you know where the sun is, and for five minutes, set the timer, five minutes, sit down and just be quiet for five minutes. I think as adults, we've forgotten the beauty that's around us. We've forgotten what the point is. Our world is a beautiful place. We spend so much time on social media, computers, tablets, televisions, our phones, that we forget that the world is a beautiful place. And if we don't go outside and enjoy it, what are we doing? Take five minutes. Get some quiet into your life. Get some peace back into your life. That's it. That's the podcast for this week. Thank you all. Hopefully this actually will go up and it will stay up. It's been Richard Mariello. Later. <laughs>